I'm Rehard van der Berg. And I'm Duncan McLeod. This is Talk Central, episode 146, for the week starting 22 May 2016. Talk Central is brought to you by Tech Central, the home of intelligent technology journalism. On Talk Central this week, we chat about Google I.O. 2016. Also this week, MTN to ramp up South African spending by 4 billion rand above budget. And Nokia's back. Well, sort of. <laughs> Let's get the show on the road. Well, welcome to the show. How's it, Rehart? How's it, Duncan? Good. How are things going? Uh, very good. Not as good as you going to a little music concert tomorrow night. Oh, off to Iron Maiden. <laughs> Iron Maiden. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah. so such a pity I'm missing that one. Been a fan for many years, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. They were last here 20 years ago. Wow. Wow, uh, that's, that's a lot. This is time. probably the last time they're going to tour South Africa. Yeah, so yeah. Looking forward to the show tomorrow it's gonna night. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good for one. For sure, for sure. In so, the winter, in the winter sun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. So, let's get kicked off with the podcast. And uh, as always, we start with our quiz. Rehat, do you want to ask the, first, ask the first question? Yes, the first question. MTN previously said it would spend 8 billion rand on its South African network in 2016. How much has it increased that to? The second question, what is the name of Google's new mobile IM app that's going to take on WhatsApp? The third question, MTN and Vodacom used which technology this week to demonstrate data transfer speeds of over 1 gigabits per second on mobile? Fourth question, which of its products did Vodacom pull the plug on earlier this month? That's an easy one. Yeah. yeah. And the last question, which well-known American billionaire has acquired a $1 billion, st- $1 billion stake in Apple? There we go. We'll uh, give you the answers at the end of the show, and uh, I'm sure some of the answers will come up during the course of, uh, course of the episode. So, Rechot, Google I.O. 2016, did you watch it? I did, and uh, I had to do it in two sittings. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> I was just a bit busy this week, but uh, no, it was actually one of the best events I've seen in a while in terms of good technology on the on the on the horizon I thought yeah um, and it was nice to see an outside event from from a company it was it was nice outside in the sunshine it looked quite pleasant actually it looked uh, quite nice yeah, yeah, it looked yeah. Very nice very different to what we've seen from Google IO events in the past um, but yeah some pretty interesting announcements coming through a lot of it me too ish stuff yes, um, yes but let's let's start with what I thought was the coolest uh, um, announcement that was the announcement of the Google home device Yes, what a nice looking... I can't not, I think. But I guess it's the same question you can ask, would you get an Amazon Echo? But I think when the Amazon Echo came out, it wasn't it, it wasn't the right time for this kind of technology, I think. And, well, I don't know. It came out quite recently. I mean, when was the Amazon Echo released? I think it was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, sometime. I thought it was a while. I yeah, thought it was six a months ago, maybe. But something from Amazon doesn't seem as appealing to me as something from Google. Because, you know, Google is a guy that do search. If I ask yeah. Google something, I'm pretty confident that the answer is going yes. to be the one that I need. Yes. Um, and I think from that point of view, having Google do a device like this, where it's an in-home yeah. uh, audio or vocal or conversation-based um, question-and-answer robot, really. Yeah. I think it's going to be phenomenal. It looks it looks awesome. I, I think the first thing I thought when I saw this thing was this Apple should have done this. Yes. Why has Apple not done this? They should have done this with Siri and they should have integrated. My, my second thought was Apple's going to do this. Yeah. Uh, but Apple's just beaten them to the punch. Sorry, Google's just beaten to the punch. And watch WWDC in June. 
we'll see the Apple version of this product. I'm sure, yeah. But um, it's it's an interesting product. It's quite small. I would say it's, um, I don't know, twice the height of a, a deck of cards stacked vertically. Mm. Uh, and it looks a bit like, a I don't know, a lamp in a way. It's got a speaker grill around the bottom, which yes. can be interchanged yes. with different colors. And then the top portion, uh, and then four little lights on the top, which flash when you speak to the device it's in the four google colors yeah yeah um and the idea is that it's a device that you put in your kitchen or your lounge or your bedroom or all of them uh mm-hmm. and uh, you can just have a simple natural language uh, conversation with google um whenever you're looking for information like asking what's the weather like today mm-hmm. or uh when is my first meeting or what's the traffic like on the way to work yeah um which you can all do through your smartphone already through 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 the google now application uh, or the Google on Android, you simply uh, use the, um, the, the 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 speaker button on on mm. on, on, on the widget. But um, really cool idea. Um, in fact, Google gave credit to Amazon for coming up with the idea first, uh, which I thought was quite good of them yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. in effect, it is a clone of that. Um, but it's very cool, and I, my only hope and desire is that um, it comes to South Africa, uh, whereas the Amazon Echo is only available in the U.S. and only only works in the, probably mm. in the U.S. I would imagine a company like Google aiming for a global launch or something like this. I mean, mm. they they their search engine is is as ubiquitous to search as uh, you know as anything. Yeah. Um, for them not to do this as a worldwide launch, we might see see them do a few regions first, mm. but. Again, you know, Google's got such a broad reach in this uh, in the searching um, technology that we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it makes so much sense to have this available everywhere. I mean, yeah. I guess dialect would be the only thing that uh, would hinder a, a South African launch. You know, if, if if it doesn't work as well with our um, uh, our accent yeah. um, until they refine it, but I don't think that'll be a problem that they have. Not not with not with their device. Yeah, I mean, do you do you um, interact on a regular basis with Google? Do you have any issues with talking to Google? No, I don't do it often, but when yeah. I do, it's um, fine. I, yeah, I don't mm. have any issues. I think, I think they. I mean, if, again, something that they also pointed out on there, or something that I noticed on the, the the at Google I/O yesterday was the amount of work they are actually putting into yeah. languages and yeah, yeah. dialects and words and search phrases. Mm. Um, I don't see any issue with this working with uh, Afrikaans. Exactly. And the the exciting thing is it's going to get better all the time Mm. uh, because Mm. they're constantly working on it. So you're going to buy this piece of hardware, um, but the hardware doesn't need to improve. It's what's on the other side that needs to improve, and that's where they're doing the hard work and will continue to do the hard work for many years, many, Mm. many years Mm. to come. Um, I, I love it. Uh, assuming it's reasonably priced, I'm definitely going to get one, even if it doesn't work properly here. I'm, I just want to. I just want to play with this thing. Yeah. Um, I the, Echo, the Echo costs 180 dollars. I can't see Google coming in for much more than that. Yeah, I was just going to say. I, I probably think two 200 dollars or so would probably be the the mm. benchmark where I would put it. Mm. I mean, if this, I don't know if the Echo's got as nice a set of speakers as what uh, the Google device has. It seemed like... You mean the Amazon device? Uh, sorry, the Amazon device. Um, I haven't done that comparison. When they, when they lifted up the, the unit from the base, uh, mm. the speakers that were on there seemed pretty yeah. hefty. Yeah. Um, I think that's the kind of thing you can definitely want in your home as yeah. you know your all-round music entertainment but, device. But with Google Cast, you can send it to just about any device. So um, if you want to, you can say to... In fact, they did it in the demo. Is it... Play, uh, play, um, play. I think I forget. Play in the kids' room or whatever. Yeah, they said play, play the song on. You know, play Miley Cyrus's song, whatever. I don't know what Mm, his songs are called, mm. but play the song on. 
on the lounge stereo yeah. and it'll yeah. just cast it there. Yeah, with uh, you'll, you'll probably have to have a yeah. Chromecast or something. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, they did say it works with Chromecast, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure it will work with Chromecast, um, yeah. But um, I, yeah, the one thing that I think that something like this would be a really amazing addition to the house is, you know, when you have a conversation with some friends and you just want to find out something, instead of pulling out your phone to get the information, yeah, you, just, you just say, what is the uh, what population of South Africa? And it'll tell you the yeah. information it yeah. has. Or and it just wakes up. eggs in this and, recipe? Or and whatever. it just wakes up by saying, Okay, Google. Yes. And it's yes. Uh, oh, good. No one's got a phone around. <laughs> <laughs> if your phone just woke up, we apologize. I left my phone inside. <laughs> um, so uh, it's very cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely getting one. Mm. I'm definitely going to get one. Even if I have to import one from the States and it doesn't have all of the functionality because it only supported in the US for now, um, this is a tech I want to play with. And, and one of the things, just one last note on that, is mm. if, if you look at. Uh, Having a device like that in the house, how much of an impact is it going to have on on the younger generation? Who's obviously, I mean, when I was growing up, I was hungry hungry for information. Yeah, um, I didn't have broad access to the internet. So obviously, that was the first problem. But with something like this in the house, I mean, for you as a kid to go up, have a homework question, yeah. ask this thing, you know, it, it's such a more natural way of interacting with information than you sit in front of your computer trying to find it by browsing yeah. search results. For I sure. think it's going to be great. It's fantastic. And can you imagine what this thing is going to be like 10 years from now? And what sort of conversations are going to be able to have? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be scary. It's going to be scary. Um, I, I mean, in the short term, you're probably going to be able to say, um, you're probably going to say to it, uh, you know, hey, Google, uh, please order me a margarita pizza from Colcatchers <laughs> and have it delivered. And Google will say, okay. <laughs> It's yeah already. I preempted your hunger. <laughs> I checked your Android watch, and um, he told me you were hungry an hour ago. Here's your pizza. That's it's funny, but it's the truth. It's gonna happen. It's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be very entertaining. Hey Google, call my self-driving car to give me a lift. To come pick me up. Yeah, <laughs> and you get into your self-driving car and have a conversation with that as well. Oh, man, what a wonderful world it'll be. Absolutely, can't wait. So and uh, yeah, what else did they announce? No, what did you make of Allo? Hello. I thought I thought that was quite interesting. Obviously, it was like you said, it was an, another Me Too type of service. But it, yeah, yeah. But I think the way that they are going to be doing it, and, and obviously with with Android, they've got um, a very broad uh, user base, I guess, or probably a broader user base than an Apple confined mm. customer. Yeah. Um, so be, so to have something like a Adobe the chat application for various devices across various platforms yeah yeah um, i can so totally see that happening and it's about time that they improved that i mean i mean the most interesting thing i thought was the integration of of, of um, the search engine into an im client and providing mm. suggestions and just pulling it pulling yeah. it in and uh, that's pretty cool stuff um but uh, this is very clearly i mean again what i my first thought was when i saw the the, the demo this was uh first of all why aren't they doing this in hangouts because they have an instant messaging platform already yeah. called Hangouts. Why do something separate? Um, this is a mobile-only platform, so it's very clearly aimed at taking on WhatsApp um, and perhaps to a lesser extent Facebook Messenger, mm-hmm. both of which are owned by Facebook. Um, so it, it kind of sends the message, well, Google is actually really worried about the, how successful Facebook is now being in instant messaging through, through WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger, yeah. which it is. It's massive. I mean, they've got over a billion active users on WhatsApp, and I think it's a similar number, close to a billion, if not over a billion by now, on Messenger. Mm. Um, so Facebook is really winning that war uh, with, with, I think, Tencent, owned by Poshka and Manaspas, following behind with, with QQ and... Um, 
and uh, what's the other one called WeChat WeChat yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, it's interesting that, that Google feels they need to release something new additional to to Hangouts which works on mobile mm. already and works on on on, on on uh, on on PC through your browser, and it works on both um, iPhone and on on Android, of course. Um, perhaps Ella will, will perhaps Hangouts will be integrated into this at some point. Maybe it was a new code base. That's kind of the things that I'm thinking mm, about. Um, you know, but this is mobile only. It doesn't work on desktop. And one of the things I like about Hangouts is it works on desktop it works and on mobile. Desktop, yeah. And what we've just seen, we'll talk about it a bit later with WhatsApp bringing actually bring an app to desktop now. Finally, yeah. yeah. Um, it kind makes of, sense, kind, kind of, of, kind of. Yeah. Makes sense to have to have that integration. Mm. You're right. It does. So I'm not quite sure what exactly happened in the in the boardroom where they discussed this strategically and decided to go ahead with the de- development of Allo, um, which is also not a great name, is it? Mm. Allo. Allo. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I when I saw when it, when he first said Allo, I thought Allo as in the plant. Yeah, me too. It was a bit weird, but me when too. I saw it uh, written on the screen, it was Allo. Allo, Allo, Allo. Allo. Yeah. Yeah, Look, I can I can only imagine that a lot of these techs, technologies that they introduced now was was for the next generation of technologies that they are going to be yeah. introducing to us. So the base needs to be yeah. you know up there with with. Anyway, that. it's not out for an, for a few months yet. Um, so a bit of a pre-announcement from Google on on, on that. But uh, watch out for that. We also did something called um, what was it called? The video one. Uh, oh, daydream. Uh, no, not Daydream. Oh, not from Google. No, uh, Daydream was their VR thing, um, I think. Uh, uh, just go up on the story you're looking at there. It's it's called... There it is. Duo. Duo. Duo, sorry. The video Duo, calling yeah. app. Um, which oh, that cool. was nice too, yeah. Yeah. Um, that, now, that looks like a competitor to, to Skype. Um, or but, FaceTime, yeah. Or yeah. FaceTime, yeah. All of those, those sort of apps. Uh, <laughs> Hangouts too, because Hangouts yeah. does video calling. Well, what was nice about uh, Duo, what I liked, and what I well, but most of the people I, uh, that watch this must have fallen in love with, was mm. the when the phone rings, you can actually see the see person. The person so calling. it's kind of like mm. a a live ringtone where you can see the person trying to phone you, yeah. which I thought was nice. really cool. It's nice. Such a competition could copy that quite quickly, but uh, and yeah, they probably will. And they probably will. Apple will definitely <laughs> FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. Um, FaceTime is so limited because it only works on iPhone, but mm. um, but uh, you know. Well, it, again, I, I, you know, Hangouts does this. Why do a separate one? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you know, there's a bigger picture that we're not privy to. It, perhaps, <laughs> I'm missing, perhaps I'm missing something obvious here, but I can't, can't quite figure out what it is. Um, I'm a big fan of, fan of Hangouts, by the way. I use it all the time. Um, oh, we, I mean, that's the primary way we communicate mm, when we chat, in any yeah, case. Yeah. Uh, I, I use it all the time. In fact, I, I'm using WhatsApp a little bit more now than I used to use Hangouts just by virtue of the fact that there's a desktop app for for mm, WhatsApp available. Mm. But I still use Hangouts extensively. And I think it's mainly because a lot of people are on Gmail and um, if you're on Gmail, you tend to be on Hangouts as well. Yeah. Remember G Talk? I mean, that's where it started for me. Google Talk. Google yeah. Talk, yeah. I mean, a lot of people that was on there back in the day still yeah. is on there now that I'm talking I must to. say, it did irritate me that Google killed the um, native apps for Google Talk. Uh, for Windows mm. and Mac, uh, mm. was there a Mac version? I think everyone just used Adium. Yeah, I think um, was but there was a Windows version of Google Talk, which um, which Google killed off, which I was really irritated because I actually don't like to do my instant messaging through my browser. Um, yeah, I also don't like that. Mm. Give me separate apps. Please. Yeah, exactly. I wish there was a Hangouts app for Windows. But I, I, I would I would be confident to say that uh, Hangouts will probably be integrated into Allo at some point, um, and then a new app will come out. I think they're trying to Allo not to desktop. Yeah, Allo. So, so Hangouts will integrate into Allo, and then Allo will have a new app mm. that will run across 
or various platforms yeah. and hopefully desktop right as now well. you right now you can go to hangouts.google.com and um and, yes. and, and interact directly with hangouts through the web browser i'm sure they'll do the same for allo allo.google.com probably yeah yeah mm. so if tell it's me not up already <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> The other thing that, that I found quite interesting was that they didn't announce what the N in Android N is going to stand for this year or no. in this iteration. They invited people to, to, to uh, submit. Submit ideas, yeah. But the first thing that I thought of, and I see that they're also writing it here, is Nutella. I mean, Nutella. To, to me, <laughs> it makes the most sense. Is that a dessert, though? It's more of like peanut butter. Well, it's chocolate. It's chocolate. It's chocolate. chocolate goodness. Chocolate, yeah, isn't that I'm sure they could have uh, turned this into had marketing. Nutella. I've never had Nutella, so I can't comment. But um, how did you not have? Ever, how can you not have had Nutella? It's never. the most amazing thing. Hmm, I'll have to go and try some. It's like spreading angel tears on your bread. It's an American product, <laughs> isn't it? Hey? Um, no, I think it's it's uh, it's not American. It's Is it not American. No, I don't think it's American. Okay, I'll have to check Wikipedia. Yes, um, Google, okay, Google, help us. <laughs> <laughs> Manufactured by Italian company Ferrero. Oh, there yeah, we go. Ferrero, yeah. Italian. It's the same chocolates yeah. in the Ferrero Rocher chocolates. Okay. Nutella in a jar and spread on bread. Look, if they don't do something with Nutella on this, I think they miss. Unless Nutella told them no, we don't want to work but with it. But it's you. not a dessert. Well, so this marshmallow is not a dessert either. Well, Nutella is it's like the base for a lot of desserts. A lot of people use oh, it, it as a chocolate do for okay. brownies or for chocolate oh, cake. Or okay. for, you can just spread it on your uh, croissant okay. if you want. You know, and it's, it's available in supermarkets here. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, you can really? get it anywhere. I just haven't been paying attention. You to can it. actually now, if you go to so many shops, <laughs> uh, fun fact for the day, you can actually get the little single serving sized um, versions of Nutella. Okay. So it's just like a one spread use. Oh, right. Main ingredients sugar and palm oil. Mm, that sounds very healthy. Yeah, look, it's wonderful, but it's probably not good, <laughs> good for you. Like anything in life. Android Nutella. I think Android I prefer Nutella. nougat. Nougat. Android Ooh, nougat's nougat. a good one. Yeah, that's mm. a very good one. <laughs> nougat. No go with Nutella on it. There we go. go. But who knows? I mean, they went with Kit Kat, so Nutella is quite possible. Mm. Um, mm. I'm sure Nut- Nutella sales will also go up. I mean, imagine getting a jar of Nutella with each Android update you do. <laughs> it would be amazing. Yeah. So not much on on uh, on uh, Android M. It uh, seems like a, a bit of a, a point release more than anything. Yeah. Anything yeah. else that grabbed you? Um, I'm just trying to refresh my... Oh, the other thing was the instant apps oh, yes. that they announced. Um, I didn't see... I mean, I'd love to play with that kind of technology more to to, to really be, be able to... Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Mm. But I love the fact that you didn't have to... So you go from a search to the app version of that search result, if there's an app for it. Yeah. Um, Instantly. Uh, and so it's, does it, what does it do? Does it actually stream a component of the app to d- enable to display? Yeah, the so what, what they're going to be doing is with, with the, the new platform, apps will be, or, or the way that they've developed the new apps yeah. or the compatible apps for this, mm-hmm. um, the apps are built in, in, in uh, silos or in, um, what's the word I'm looking for, in little compartments yeah. um, so that when uh, one of those instances are required, so let's say the video page for an app, yeah. it'll pull out just that section maybe it's the user interface and the video it pulls um, separately right. and it gives you that one page of the app okay. instantly Okay. Um, so it just pulls that one part of the app for you uh, right. without you having to download it and obviously you can just click install the app I'm just um, wondering how often you'd need to do want to do that 
or need to do that. Mm. Um, is, is it something that you do on a daily basis or is it something that you only use occasionally? It'll certainly help um, the install user base for a lot of these apps because if you get if you go to company XYZ uh, or you search for company XYZ, yeah. you get given up uh, or you get given a, a URL that takes you to the app. Yeah, yeah. You'll be more likely to install that if you like it, if it's useful to you than That's true. You know, simply than just browsing browsing the website version of it. Yeah. Also, you'll probably be forced to use the app version of mm. it as opposed to the web version. All right. Um, Interesting. As long as the, as long as, in, in my opinion, as long as the results that it produces or that it gives you back yeah. from your search is the best version to display on that screen yeah. for that screen size, yeah. and doesn't chew too much bandwidth either if you're out and about in mobile data. Yeah, if yeah. It's that's streaming true. a big component of an app. It could use a lot of data. But that's why this, when they compartmentalize these apps, I think it'll only it'll, it'll be the it'll be a minimal version of that. Yeah, mm, you're right. Sure. You don't want you don't want to download a five, six, seven meg app. Yeah. Um, but you know, for many of us who don't really care about the uh, bandwidth usage on our mobile devices, if we're sitting, sitting in Wi-Fi zone, then no. yeah, yeah. But uh, certainly when I'm out and about, I keep an eye. Oh, on do you keep an eye on your data? Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't anymore. It's it's really uh, for but the. You've you've moved to a high data provider. <laughs> was it AfriHost? Yeah. So I've yeah. got like seven gigs. I want Vodacom double data, data so. all that kind of beautiful. I want Vodacom data. It's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just need to move. Maybe that's what I need to do. Well, worth getting a second SIM if you if you'd want to explore. Yeah, but yeah, if you don't think about data, obviously that won't be an issue. But also, having said that, if you pull a, a, a badly developed website onto your phone with lots of high-res images and uh, ads and things, you'll yeah. probably use more data than on a well-designed app instance. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. on True. this Android instance. Apps. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, it's Google I.O. Uh, very interesting uh, conference this year. And, of course, um, Apple's uh, WWDC Worldwide Developer Conference keynote is just a couple of weeks away. Mm-hmm. And it'll uh, be interesting to see what they come up with. And, again, I think uh, a competitor to Google Home is likely in the works. Yeah, Siri. Siri, I would love to it see. makes sense. But, again, you know, I, it's going to be a difficult toss-up. If you, if you are faced with a Google Home device mm-hmm. and an Apple which would you probably a beautifully designed, probably works very well with all your Apple devices. Yeah, costs five times as much. Probably <laughs> costs five times as much. But just because Google... Guaranteed to cost five times <laughs> as much. Guaranteed, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think just, yeah, I would I would trust Google's um, yeah. Google's machine a lot more yeah. just by the way of... And isn't, the, isn't the Bing, behind, uh, Bing behind Siri? Oh, please, if Bing is behind Siri, then I'm going to, yeah, then I definitely won't get the, the I'm pretty device. sure Bing provides search results for Siri. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, possible. I don't use Siri. How oh, don't you? Well, I need to use it uh, to to set reminders or set meeting reminders for myself. Yeah, um, that's really it. Or phone with my screen being cracked. You know, yeah. I often find it easier just to yeah. call person next. Uh, funnily enough, I use my I use Google for um, mostly for setting reminders for myself. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Remind yes. me at four p.m. to go to the vet. Or that's whatever. exactly what I do. I yeah. love it. It works well for that. It's a personal assistant. That's exactly. That's really, yeah. I imagine having something in the home. But anyway, we've spoken enough about Google I/O. Yeah. We'll we'll get it for Christmas as Christmas gifts later. For sure. And uh, on that. I think it's time to take a break. We'll be back right after this message. Hello world. Hello information. Hello uploads and downloads. Hello streaming videos and low latency. Hello blogs and vlogs. Hello crystal clear video calls. Hello increased productivity. Hello online learning. Hello cloud. Hello long lost friends and missed connections. Hello limitless possibilities and instant gratification. Say hello to premium high speed fiber from Vox Telecom. Pleasure guaranteed. Visit voxtelecom.co.za for more information. Chicken or beef? Chicken or beef? Chicken. There are so many companies offering fiber at the moment, but with Vox Telecom's premium high-speed fiber, you'll be joining the Smile High Club. 
duck or salmon, sir? We call it business class fibre. We guarantee our uptime and can tailor our services to suit your needs and budget. Say hello to business class fibre from Vox Telecom. Visit voxtelecom.co.za for more information. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Um, MTN had a media forum yesterday, they called it, uh, in Santon, and it was actually a very useful session. Um, very, very often you have these these media forums that um, uh, companies you know, call together for the whole morning and you sit there and the presentations and they tend to drone on and on and on with the irrelevant stuff. But actually, yesterday's media forum from MTN was very good. Lots of lots of good information. So uh, kudos to the company for um, clearly doing a bit of uh, homework ahead of the event and, and, and really coming up with some, uh, some useful insight for journalists. Um, and some really interesting stuff that they revealed there yesterday. The first and most interesting thing I thought was that... Um, they uh, they've announced that they at the end of the last uh, financial year in fact when the results were published on the 3rd of march so not that long ago they said they were going to spend 8 billion rand on their south african network which is a huge amount of money last year though they spent 10.9 billion so they actually outspent vodacom last year so it would make sense that the spending was going to come down a bit um, but 8 billion rand is still a big amount of money it's sort of in line with what vodacom spending in, on its network mm. even though mtn is a smaller operator uh, anyway, they announced at the media forum that their uh, capex is going up to 11.7 billion rand, uh, or call it 12 billion rand. Um, so, a 4 billion rand increase on what was budgeted for in March uh, on their South African network alone. So, huge amount news. of money they're going to be spending. Um, and I asked, why, why a 50%, effectively 50% increase, almost 50% increase in your capex spend from what you announced at the um, annual results presentation on the 3rd of March to just a couple of months later and uh, the answer I got from Krishna Chetty who's the acting chief technology officer at MTN South Africa was that um, the board the group board cut the capex budget because of the concerns about what was going on in Nigeria and uh, the worries about the fine there and uh, they they decided to be in uh, Mr. Chetty's words very conservative um, in their in their capex um, allocations, um, there was there was subsequent to what he called very intense lobbying by himself and his team to both the South Africa and group boards uh, to, as to why they should rap, uh, dramatically increase their spending in South Africa, and the, both the group boards and South African boards agreed that it makes sense, and so the capex budget was increased almost 12 billion rand. Sure. So they're going to far outspend all of their rivals in South Africa. Um, including Vodacom, which is a bigger company in South Africa. Um, so, very interesting development. Uh, yes. And they, they, they reckon that even though the economy is in the state it's in, it's in they need to make a call now to invest for future growth. Mm -hmm. So, a brave move, you know, um, a, a bet on the South African economy as well that um, uh, our friendly president isn't going to completely screw things up before he leaves office in 2019. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, maybe a bit of a brave bet as well. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, big big spending, big big spenders, um, and and really interesting. But lots of other interesting little tidbits that came out of the presentation during the course of the media forum. And the other one was that um, one of the other ones was that they are finally going to create a platform to allow mobile virtual network operators to launch on the top of the MTN nice. network. Nice. Uh, until now, as you know, Rachat, it's only been Celsi that's been mm. offering this, mm. and Celsi has become more active in recent years. For a long time, it was only Virgin Mobile in the space, but now we've got FMB Connect. Mm and MRP Mobile through Mr. Price and a range of smaller players have all launched on the back of Celsius Network. A lot of them launching through an, an MVNO enabler called MVNX, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. which was funnily enough started by the former CEO of uh, Virgin Mobile, Steve Bailey. 
But MTN getting into the space now and uh, the company hinting, Elfis Mangale is chief enterprise officer for MTN South Africa, hinting quite strongly that in the next couple of weeks we should see some announcements coming out from big financial services, presumably banking brands, retail mm, banking brands and yeah. retailers yeah. as well, who are planning to launch MVNOs on MTN's network. So there are not that many, too many, not that many banks left. Uh, and I've been hearing rumors about, uh, I've been hearing rumors about Standard Bank and APSA. Mm. Mm. Uh, so we may be seeing something interesting uh, on that front. In fact, I had a conversation this morning on something completely separate uh, with a spokesman for Standard Bank. He said they're having a press conference in two weeks. Now that I, now that I recall it, so maybe there's putting one on one, putting one on one together. Then interesting. Well, it's good to hear that. Uh, yeah. So um, the MVNO space in South Africa, which was very boring for a very long time, is really starting to hot up and. With MTN coming into the fray, one wonders if how far behind Vodacom will be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You also mentioned something about custom contracts that I was quite interested in. About. Yes, I still need to look at this in some, some more detail, but they uh, they have announced that um, they are or will soon uh, be offering uh, customized contracts so you can decide if you want... Celsius done it already, but if you want a one-month or a two-month mm, or a mm, six-month contract, nice, and you can nice. you do a con- it's like a contract builder. You can walk into a store, presumably do it on the web at some point as well, and you can say, well, I want to, I, you know, I want a, I want a month-to-month contract. Um, I want to uh, want to pay off the device through you guys, um, and I want uh, 500 megs of data, and I want 100 minutes, mm. and then they'll say, okay, w- w- with all of this, we can do this package or this package or this package, nice. um, or, or rather, this is your tailored package because that's exactly what you want yeah, and this is yeah. how much it's going to cost you makes sense um, makes uh, a lot of sense yeah. uh, it's the sort of thing I, I wish DSTV would do uh, <laughs> of course won't do um, because um, the economics don't make sense but yeah. um, you know I think everyone wants t- uh, bespoke a DSTV package where you can say well I want Mnet, Supersport 1, Supersport 3 and mm. CNN yeah, uh, yeah. they won't do that but certainly the mobile operators are trying to do it so um, maybe maybe there's hope on that front I just hope, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have some like custom contracts, but it really would be a necessity to have a good online presence for these things. And yeah. it goes for a lot of these companies. And again, the only company that I've really seen that's done it well, and Afrios. I've mentioned it before, is Afrios. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. back in. Probably the main reason why I've moved my ADSL stuff away from them yeah. because I'm not doing it, but it's the main reason why I'm going to keep my cell phone data with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's just the best way to manage it. For sure. And, and that makes absolute sense. I mean, I, I wish all the operators would do it. Just go onto their website, click, 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 mm. click, click, click. Check out, pay, some yeah. delivered. There you go. Exactly, and it makes go. sense for something like a custom contract. You know, you mm. want to go on, decide, maybe have some fancy sliders mm. that tell you what your current usage is based on what you should be getting. Yeah. And, what yeah. and once we go, once we go to um, eSIM technology, once we actually get rid of these physical SIMs, which oh, is going yeah. to be happening in the not too distant future, then you'll get your handset and you'll just set it up. You'll go on, okay, which operator are you interested in? Click MTN. Mm. Uh, what you know, how many minutes? How much data? Blah blah blah. And then, and there'll even be websites. I'm sure that. Uh, you know, companies like Terrific, for example, it. probably offer the ability to simply say, well, this is what you want, this is the operator you should go to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you, just, then you make a judgment call based on what you think of the network quality. Yeah. I just hope these, these kind of custom contracts don't take a premium um, yeah. where you lose out because they didn't design a bundle to optimize a specific mm. part of it, whether it's voice mode or SMS mode. Mm. But yeah, we'll see. Anyway, so that's MTN. Uh, what else was there to talk about this week? Oh, Nokia. Did you see the news? They are. So maybe coming back. They are, they are coming back. <laughs> Nokia as a brand is going to be on cell phones again. Um, not that they actually really disappeared um, because they've continued to appear on feature phones all this time, but um, they've certainly slowly disappeared off smartphones mm. and been replaced with the Microsoft branding. But Microsoft, in effect, really giving up on the Nokia acquisition. 
Um, they um, they really uh, screwed it up, didn't they? They did. They did. And I mean, it's it's. Let's be honest. It's Nokia is the one brand that I think generations will still know as the original. They were the guys, yeah. you know, that made cell phones. Yeah, they are today, and made ways. great phones until yeah. about two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when they, they just lost when they it. lost the plot. Yeah, mm, mm. Um, uh, yeah, they didn't have an answer to the iPhone. As, yes. And there were other manufacturers, but Nokia was the biggest cell phone company in the world by a large margin. They no longer um, hold that spot at all. Mm. Um, so anyway, Nokia, I mean, it's, it's history now, but Nokia was sold to Microsoft back in 2014, I think it was. Um, and they failed to do much with that acquisition. Uh, Nokia, of course, was in a lot of trouble then already. They'd, um, you know, they, 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 they struggled to come up with a, with a compelling answer to the iPhone and they... They considered um, going to Android, but then they got this offer from Microsoft, and they they jumped off the burning platform. Uh, unfortunately, they died on the way down. Uh, they, well, they chose the wrong option. Uh, they chose a um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. Here. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they landed in the shark's teeth instead of uh, landing in the lifeboat. Uh, and um, you know, they went for Windows Phone, and Windows Phone's been a disaster. Yeah, um, that was probably even, one of their biggest biggest flaws when yeah. they chose back the wrong horse. Yeah, and and you know Microsoft now is all but given up on 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 Windows on mobile. Mm. They're still developing it. Probably doesn't cost them much to develop it anymore. But consumers aren't interested. The their market share has fallen off a cliff from its no. very low levels that they already were sitting at. Uh, and they and Microsoft is developing for iOS and Android. Um, they've decided to become a platform agnostic developer of cloud-based software services mm. um, which is the right strategy for Microsoft uh, but unfortunately it's left Nokia and up a certain creek without a paddle uh, yeah it's going to take them a while to get back to their former glory days yes um, but let's, let's hope that they've taken from their learnings I mean so Nokia so let's see what's happened here Microsoft has effectively sold the cell phone, the feature phone business to Foxconn uh, which is the company of course that oh, makes yeah. Yeah. iPhones and a lot of other all devices. the components yeah, yeah. Um, now, it says, under a strategic agreement covering branding and intellectual property licenses, Nokia Technologies, which is a subsidiary of Nokia, will grant HMD Global, a newly founded company based in Finland, an exclusive global license to create Nokia-branded mobile phones and tablets for the next 10 years. Hmm. Under the agreement, Nokia will receive royalty payments from HMD for sales of Nokia-branded mobile products. So, technically, Nokia isn't actually going to be making phones again, but they've licensed this company called HMD on an exclusive 10-year rights to make these devices and to use the Nokia brand. So for all intents and purposes, people are going to be seeing Nokia as the brand in the market. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're going to start by making Android smartphones, which is what Microsoft That's, is so desperate yes. to stop them from doing uh, in the first place, um, which is what I think led to the acquisition. Mm. Because Nokia, the rumor was that One Nokia thing. was considering adopting Android as we've seen BlackBerry do in the last few months mm. uh, and they didn't want that they wanted them to continue to use Windows Phone uh, and that may have prompted Steve Ballmer to, to do the acquisition um, so anyway um, they're going to be bringing out phones uh, no real details on yet on exactly what's coming uh, phones and tablets mm. Nokia branding probably running Android um, well we'll be running Android I'm pr probably exclusively running Android um, but yeah, that's the that's the gist of the news. And uh, the feature phone business sold to Foxconn. Interesting. Let's just hope this is not going to turn into another HTC type of 
disaster we've you've mm. <laughs> seen over the last decade with ATC, did, who, who kind of went similar in a similar kind of down a similar road yeah. um, when other people were developing their phones and then they developed their phones and yeah, they didn't yeah. follow the right guys. It's let's hope uh, let's hope these and guys get it right. Certainly, going to this HMD company is certainly going to be a lot smaller and have a lot less R and D money and that sort of thing to invest oh. than than uh, the Nokia ever did when when did you certainly during its heyday. Uh, and one worries that you know they, do they actually have the wherewithal to take on companies like Samsung yeah, yeah. and even players like LG and Sony? Because the worry is if they don't, they're just going to become another fourth tier brand, yeah, and yeah. it's really going to do the, the Nokia branding harm. It's, it'll do the Nokia brand harm if they bring out rubbish. Um, they really need to they need to bring out desirable devices. People want to actually, whoa, Nokia, I've got to own one of those again. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. and there's so much brand goodwill to, the, to Nokia, despite the, the, mm. you know, the, the screw-ups they've made after 2008. Despite Windows Phone, there's still a lot of brand loyalty towards Microsoft, uh, sorry, towards Nokia. Nokia. Yeah. Um, and and you know, um, a lot, I think a lot of people, I'm one of them, would go back to the brand if they released a great device, yeah. especially yeah. if it was running Android. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, so that's uh, that's Nokia. I think we should wrap up the show there, Rechot. Um, let's get to our... Um, before we do that, though, let's get to our uh, usual um, features. Um, our winner and loser of the week. Uh, our winner this week is uh, APSA, uh, because they've announced uh, just this week that um, they're going to be zero-rating customers' data for access nice. to their website. Oh, to their website only, eh? To their website and to their mobile apps. But it, it makes a lot of sense. So even if you're you've been hard-capped, uh, on your mobile that's you've got nice. no data left or on your DSL or whatever you've got no data you can still do your banking that's brilliant which is excellent brilliant, yeah. um, and uh, uh, so Apps has announced they're working with the mobile operators to, so it's mobile sorry not DSL it's mobile mm, mm. Um, and they're working with all the mobile operators and um, I hear Capitech has done the same thing uh, they just uh, didn't put out a press release about it um, so Apps, both Apps and Capitech apparently are offering the zero rating option for banking on their sites let's hope the other banks do it as well yeah. Um, although, to be honest, the m- mobile operators should offer zero rating access to the bank's website. To these things. Um, so that's our winner this week, APSA. Um, and our loser this week is Ultron uh, for posting a 1.1 billion rand loss Ouch. and suspending their dividend. Hmm. Um, a big loss, but uh, I think the worst may be over for Ultron, looking at the numbers. They're going through a big restructuring exercise. Uh, they're selling off n- non-core assets. They've, they've sold the auto page business. They're um, busy restructuring. They're selling off parts of PowerTech. They're looking to get rid of all of their manufacturing, legacy manufacturing businesses. They're looking to bring in partners or sell the UEC set-top box business, which just hasn't done well. They've closed mm-hmm. down the LTEC node. They've, they've done a lot of restructuring work. There's still more to do, uh, but I think the worst may be, may be over for Ultron. But um, um, I, I think we can't overlook the fact that they've reported a 1.1 billion rand loss and after years of pay, being a re- reliable dividend payer, they're no longer paying dividends. So that's our loser this week, Ultron. Perhaps we'll make them a winner at some point in the future once they've uh, turned the operations around. Yeah. Uh, and our picks this week, Rechot, what are you going to choose? So something I've been using quite a lot since they announced this is the desktop version or the app version of uh, WhatsApp for mm. MacOS. Um, I haven't tried on any other platform. I'm using it on Mac Windows. Now. And is it, yeah, is it just as good? It's fine. It's crazy how quickly WhatsApp became such an in- integral part of my communications uh, strategy, if I can put it like oh, that. Yes. And the, the problem is For those business. damn groups everybody puts you on. Oh, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. It's the best way to keep keep 
abreast of all the conversations you're having with all these people yeah. with, when you have a proper desktop app. They're brilliant. Uh, I mean, we're organizing Iron Maiden tomorrow through WhatsApp groups. Yeah, yeah, it makes so much sense. Um, yeah. And the fact, and the app is beautiful. It works well. It launches is instantly. I used to use the web version for a while. Um, but that was just cumbersome, you know. Yeah, you had yeah. to. You still need to kind of wait for your phone to be connected and all yeah. that with this. It um, was cumbersome, although it's still similar. It's not. A, it's not a true desktop app. No. In that, it's still kind of the web experience. Mm. Um, mm. And I, I'm not sure exactly what technology they've built this on top of, but it's not a. It's not 100% a native app. It's still a kind of a web-based experience, and you still have to have your phone nearby to use it. Yeah. Um, but Although not nearby. I forgot my phone at, uh, at home a week ago, and I used this app. My phone obviously was logged in on, okay. online. Oh, so it already. doesn't have to be in the same Wi-Fi network. Oh, well, it worked for me. Oh, so well, I don't that's know. interesting. I, 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 Maybe I missed a lot of chats that day. No. But it seemed like it was on, and it Maybe seemed it like work. it was Maybe it does logged work. in. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that's brilliant. Um, I use it all the time now because, you know, you, during the day especially, um, you're sitting at your desk, people are WhatsApping you. It's a pain. Mm-hmm. It's an interruption. Mm-hmm. You've got to pick up your phone. You've got to type on this tiny little key, on-screen yeah. keyboard. It takes forever. Yeah. On WhatsApp, you can see the message on, on your desktop. You just see them popping into your taskbar, and you click on the WhatsApp icon, and you quickly reply, and it's fast because exactly. it's typing so, on your keyboard. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot less disruptive to your flow of work. Um, so yeah I'm using it as well it's great it's fantastic uh, well done to them yeah great but as you're saying it's not loading on my phone on my desktop now but it, 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 is, okay. it was working flawlessly up until today I, I noticed that if you use it across devices across desktops it's a bit of a pain so I, I, I was using it on my on my laptop um, and I've stopped doing that I just use it on my desktop now um, oh, because you have to sign in with the um, QR code every time you move between the desktop so that's not great. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't notice that at all. Didn't I just you? had to do one QR. Okay, but I don't use multiple desktops. So okay. it's always just one. Okay. That, that's a bit irritating. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it just happened once, but um, I, th- I think it is, it, it is a bit of a pain if you run multiple desktops with the WhatsApp app. Yeah, anyway, my yeah. pick this week is an app for, um, I know it's available for iOS and for Android, maybe available for other platforms as well, I'm not sure. It's called Like That Garden. Um, I think if you just search Garden in the Play or, or iOS stores, Apple stores, uh, you'll find it. Um, and it's an amazing app. If, I, I think if this applies to everyone, you wander around, you walk through the park, you go for a jog, you just happen to be somewhere and you see a flower or you see a tree or you see a plant and you wonder what the hell plant is that? And it looks like a bit unusual. With this app, you take a photograph of it and tell you what it is. That's amazing. And it works. <laughs> I've been looking for something like this. There was an app that I used a while ago that was something similar, but you had mm-hmm. to take the leaf and put it on a white background and yeah. take a proper photograph. But, I mean, if this works... Yeah. No, it, works, it works beautifully. Like that. I see it's $3 in the, the, in, iTunes, in store. In the iTunes store that you've just fired up here. Yeah, but, no, um, it's free, free on Android. Version. That's weird. It's probably a better app on, on iTunes. In case. Could be. Nice. Could be. <laughs> Who knows? But it's, it's uh, free on Android. Looks like it's three dollars on iOS. Um, yeah. It's not giving you RAND pricing though. No, of course. I'm, I'm a US store. Okay, yeah. I'll have a look at that. Um, but I've used it quite a few times now on, on flowers and, and a few plants, and it's um, it's identified them no problem. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's very handy. Very very handy. Yeah. So if you're at the nursery or something, and you wonder what that is. It's not labeled properly, or just walking through the park. You sometimes you know. What how good is, is it with? Uh, would you know how good it is with uh, indigenous plants like feinbos and those things? Do I, you think it'll pick it up? I don't know. I haven't tried it, used it extensively. Um, I've taken a couple of flower picks with it and a couple of plants in my garden. Um, I haven't t- tried trees, and I haven't tried. Um, I haven't tried local indigenous plants yet. Um, I'll certainly try that out. But see. certainly, uh, it, for the things I tried, it, it, it worked very well. And what I know about plants is dangerous. So. Um, it's 
you know, it's uh, it's very useful. Um, and I'm often wondering, you know, what the heck is that? Um, yeah, interesting. Yeah. And, and this is the app developers that you have, right? That is the same. It's a little green uh, background with a little flower icon on it. Because I see the company also does a whole bunch of other type of identifying apps. Oh, do they? Look into those too. Okay. Like that pets, like the decor and furniture. And the style. Very interesting, yeah. Interesting, cool. Well, check that out. It's called, um, just, what's it called? Uh, like, like That, that Garden. Garden. Like That Garden. Um, right, that's the show. We just need to do our quiz results now. Let me let me kick, kick, kick started with our first question. I think we answered some of these questions during the course of the podcast today. MTN previously said that it would spend 8 billion rand on its South African network in 2016. How much has it increased that to? The answer is 11.7 billion rand, although we may as well call it 12 billion. We'll yeah. accept that as an answer as well. Second question, what was the name of Google's new mobile IM that's taking on WhatsApp? And the answer, obviously, is Allo. Allo, Allo, Allo. Not Allo, but Allo. <laughs> Allo, Allo, yeah. Um, the third question, MTN and Vodacom used which technology this week to demonstrate data transfer speeds of a gigabit per second over mobile? And the answer is LTEU or LTE unlicensed. Nice, nice. Fourth question, which of, uh, which of its products did Vodacom pull the plug on earlier this month? And the answer is Mpesa. And the last question in this week's quiz, which well-known American billionaire has acquired a $1 billion stake in Apple? And the answer to is, that question is Warren Buffett. Also a very good investment. <laughs> <laughs> if he's buying, it's probably a good buy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. That's our show. Uh, as always, if you've got any feedback, please send us an email, info at techcentral.co.za. Otherwise, leave a comment under the post. Until next time, from Rechard and myself, cheers. Ciao, ciao. 